Hello and welcome to Empower Outdoors podcast. I'm your host, Allie Jutine. And I'm Phil Stepp. All right, we are actually here to talk to you guys about getting outside and hunting and fishing. And this first episode is really about our background and where we got where we are today with the outdoors. So um, I'll start a little bit with Phil and asking him a few questions so you guys can get to know him. Um, we are cousins, we're related. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> yes, yes. He and I are a few years apart, but um, have really bonded through hunting and fishing in the last couple years. So. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so Phil, tell us where your accent comes from. <laughs> well, I kind of have a, well, I have a Northern Minnesotan accent now. Yes. But when I was, uh, when I was younger, I had a Georgia accent because I was born in North Carolina, but lived in Georgia for seven years. So um, you could, if, if I was still down there, you'd probably hear me talking like this. But <laughs> since I'm up here, um, it's kind of a mixture of a few different areas. I live in Northwest Wisconsin now, so I'm starting to pick up on that, uh, that, that Wisconsinite accent, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, that's yeah, where that comes okay. from. Um, so when did you first get into hunting? Well, I dreamt about hunting since I can remember. Um, I always wanted to go out hunting. My dad joined a hunting club uh, when we lived in Georgia when I was a, when I was a young, young kid. Um, and of course, all my uncles and on my mom's side of the family hunted as well. So it was something that was really, um, I just kind of expected that I would do when I got older. And I really, really wanted to go, but I wasn't able to because I was too young. Um, I, was, I went fishing ever since I can remember. My dad taking me to Lake Lanier in Georgia. My mom taking me to Lake Lanier in Georgia. Basically, if we caught minnows in the stream behind our house, we got to go fishing. <laughs> so it really, ever since I can remember, I wanted to um, because of the great state of Minnesota. Uh, I wasn't able to actually start hunting until 12. Uh, that's changed since in Minnesota, it's 10 and Wisconsin, I th think it's nothing, I, no age. Uh, in Wisconsin. That was a recent. Uh, that was recent, yeah. yeah. So thank goodness for that. I think uh, it should be up to the parents anyways, but we can get into that on another, <laughs> on another discussion. Okay, and what was uh, the first um, animal that you, that you took? First animal I harvested uh, was a grouse, and it was with our cousin Donnie. Okay. Um, it was up on their far farm up north of Duluth. Yeah. Uh, we had gone duck hunting that morning. Um, this was about the middle of October. We went duck hunting that morning. I was 12 years old. This would be my first year deer hunting as well, but I hadn't gone yet. Um, the pond that we were hunting on had actually frozen over overnight, and we could not get our canoe paddles to break through the ice, so we had to kind of scratch the, the duck hunting plan. Um, so we drove down to his farm uh, that he lived on at the time and we walked around and did some grouse hunting and we all shot a lot of grouse. There's a lot of grouse that year and I remember having an absolute blast and thinking if this is what it's always like, I'm hooked for the rest of my life. I think the uh, successful harvests do that. Absolutely. Get you hooked. Yep. And, and to be able to shoot something on my first day ever hunting, mm -hmm. I think is a, is a big plus. So. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and how about fishing? What, what, uh, I know you mentioned in Georgia fishing, but what, um, hooked you here? I would say really what hooked me here was having family in Northern Minnesota. Uh, when we moved from Georgia to Minnesota, we lived in, uh, south of the Twin Cities in a, a town called Prior Lake, Minnesota. Um, I fished just about every day in the summer down there. I'd ride my bike or my mom would drop me off, me and my brother off at uh, Lakefront Park in Prior Lake and we'd fish for bass and bluegill all day, every day. Um, 
so that's really where I got my start fishing. But having family up here that had um, lake property and all the lakes in northern Minnesota is really what what uh, solidified my absolute love for fishing. Um, and you know, between that and being having a lake close by when I was a kid really helped out too. Mm -hmm. so. so, what would you say would be your favorite type of hunting today? Favorite type of hunting, uh, I'm gonna have to go with. If we're on a scale of one to 100, we're gonna have to go with deer at 100, <laughs> and then we probably have to go turkey 98.5. <laughs> so, so definitely deer, uh, big game. I haven't been able to hunt moose or elk yet, um, but uh, but deer first definitely, and then then turkey. All right, um, and why a podcast? Why would you? Why why did you agree to be on this podcast with me? Actually, well, well first of all the the topics that you want to cover, um, do-it-yourself hunting, uh, people, uh, introducing people to the outdoors, um, really helping people that maybe don't have anybody to, to guide them. Um, you know, it's really something that I've always been passionate about. I've been blessed to have a family that uh, I've been able to use as a resource for hunting and fishing, but most of my hunting and fishing has been done um, off of my own research and doing uh, kind of oddball hunts by myself. Um, public land hunts, things like that. A lot of that information is really hard for people to find. Um, and I think this is a good way to help people figure out how to get into the outdoors when they really never thought it was possible maybe to mm -hmm. do so. Yeah, that is awesome, Phil. Um, you have been obviously somebody who I've looked up to in the hunting, in the hunting world in our family and everything. So it's great that you're on this podcast with me. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, um, this guy, Phil, has been um, very supportive in all my hunting adventures, so it's it's pretty great to be able to do a podcast together. Um, I don't know if you guys really know a ton about me besides if you follow me on Instagram or for Facebook friends or something, but um, a little bit about me and my hunting background. I grew up, obviously, in a family full of hunters. Um, took gun safety or, or firearm safety when I was uh, 11 um, and then started hunting the first year that I could but I did not really hunt that year um, it was kind of a intro I didn't have a tag at that point I was kind of sitting in the stand with my dad um, to kind of get to know what hunting was about um, obviously what gets you hooked on hunting as Phil talked about is kind of seeing animals or harvesting an animal and I didn't really do that so I didn't really have that same appreciation although I love the nature part and being with my dad that was kind of why I did it is to be with my dad at that point um, but I remember that first year actually going like squirrel hunting with Phil <laughs> yeah, that's and, we, right. <laughs> and uh, we took out we just kind of spot and stocked and it was very like we took it super serious oh yeah yeah it was did we get anything uh yes yeah, squirrel did we did we yeah. get one yes i think we had a pretty decent deer hunting year that too yeah too. everyone was tagged out so yeah. it was kind of like my dad taking me to take me into the stand right, and then i right. got cold after a few hours and i just kind of decided to go hunting with phil and yeah. i think nicholas nick probably nick. he loves shooting squirrels another cousin that came with us so yeah so that kind of was my first experience in that obviously I always grew up fishing as well um, with my with my dad and my family um, but it really wasn't until I took up bow hunting or bow shooting a bow you know archery in general that I got into hunting again uh, I think I was 20 so it's been about six years 
And I started that because I was dating now my husband who is a big hunter. And so whatever it takes really to get into hunting, I don't um, judge anyone for how they get into it. But um, yeah, I kind of, I had a boyfriend that hunted and I was like, oh, well, I should try it because he's passionate about it. So I should try it too. So Absolutely. And it's a lot of fun too. So right. why wouldn't you? Right. And I found that I fell in love with archery and it gave me an opportunity. We had like date nights hunting. Like that was like a country girl's dream come true. So that was awesome. But yeah, that was kind of my start into it. So Ali, what are the reasons that you want to do the podcast? I mean, I, I know that we had talked about it a little bit before, but you know, what are the reasons why um, you really feel it's important to, to do this? Um, I think two, two reasons. <clears throat> One would be like professionally, I went to school for journalism and specifically radio was my focus. So doing a podcast is really natural and it, it kind of was a natural fit to use my skill set in a way that I thought would maybe help other people in giving them information or experiences to help them get outside. Um, so that's one of the reasons. Um, the other reason would be that I wanted to show other people that are trying to get into hunting, whether it's kids, whether it's um, women, or even men who kind of would love to try a specific type of hunting or get into hunting somehow um, that they can do it and that there's barriers but if you know how to get through the barriers it's not it's not that hard you know right so, so like for somebody that whose family doesn't hunt right or somebody who's uh, you know doesn't really know where to go to for advice that kind of thing right so, yeah. yeah I mean you can spend hours reading podcasts but nothing is super specific to your area uh, or not reading podcasts sorry but yeah I know like reading forums or yeah. websites or googling stuff or looking at apps and following different people and you can and you know you can take that information and, and use that to help you um, but this is just another avenue that I think could help people um, me saying that I grew up in a family of hunters I did but all of the hunters in my family mostly were men and it was more of the men hunted the women did not my sister did hunt for a little while and she probably still would down the road but I didn't really have other female role models hunting um, and that were encouraging me to hunt. I, I didn't have any encouragement to hunt. Right. Um, so that was kind of one of the things that was a barrier in some ways because it was the men doing it, which is fine. Um, but it was very, it's very traditional kind of like the hunting camp at, you know, in, in Minnesota here that my family goes to. It's very traditional. They kind of just keep it, you know, um, good old hunting men, camp. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah, it's an all men's camp. So. Um, I don't I don't hunt with them um, anymore so um, that kind of was one of the things that I'm like okay um, if I can't hunt with um, this camp I'm gonna figure out other ways that I can hunt sure yeah so, there's lots of ways out there too right yeah what about just the like the industry in general geared more towards I know there's a lot of women that hunt but yeah geared towards more like um, you know men you go into uh, Gander Mountain or Dick's Sporting Goods and most of the stuff there is it just seems like it's geared more towards it, it is um, for me I that was the other moment that really kind of made me want to talk about um, outdoors and hunting um, on you know on Instagram and Facebook and as a platform to help other people see that I can you know if I can do it you can do it I'm you know I if you saw me in high school you wouldn't perceive me as a hunter sure. you wouldn't perceive me because I didn't talk about it because there's a lot of 
backlash that I thought that people would give me like oh you killed an animal like you know but then then having an experience like going to um, a store here in town and um, basically the manager saying to me um, well one day going there to shoot some bows with my now husband and I got to shoot um, a few bows to try them out and then the next time going back by myself and having the manager say oh are you gonna shoot or are you, or are you gonna buy because there's a difference and I was like okay like wow. I had already been shooting for five years and I had already been you know researching and knowing what I wanted I knew I wanted an upgrade not then they were trying to sell me you know the basic beginner bow hmm. and I I knew I didn't want that I'm guessing you didn't buy a bow there that day oh I did not no <laughs> no I actually I used to work for this store oh. and um, and I worked in retail at the time at the corporate level training people on customer service yeah so that was like for me it was like for the store manager to say something like that to me I actually wrote a letter and I've never I've I never have written a letter to like a store telling them yeah. this is what you did wrong kind of thing but I felt like it was because I was dressed a certain way, I was looking fashionable because I worked in women's fashion, if you don't know that about me. Um, <laughs> sounds, I never have. No, you didn't, but no, I worked in a corporate like women's fashion, so I looked the part and didn't look the part of a hunter. So right. it was very much perceived as me just trying to waste their time where I wasn't trying to waste their time. So sure. that was another reason that made me want to show other people that just do it. It doesn't matter what you look like. If you want to do something like this, you can. Yeah, so. and there's an opportunity for everybody out there. I think those right. are all great points, and I think that that's a great reason to have a podcast. And hopefully um, you guys that are listening out there, guys and gals that are listening out there, can, can gain whatever it is you want to gain out of this. So Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so that was just a little bit about me. Um, I hope you learned a little bit about Phil's too. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. Um, but we're really excited to get this podcast going for you guys. And, um, in our next episode, we will be talking about turkey hunting, which I've only had a couple years of now. This will be my second year turkey hunting, but Phil has had quite a bit of experience. So yeah, I, I started applying for Turkey when I was 12 in Southern Minnesota, drew a tag when I was 17, I think. And that was my first year. We'll talk about all that, but, yeah. uh, Super excited about it. It should be a good time, and we look forward to uh, to the rest of the episodes here. Yep, so make sure to tune in to the next episode of Empower Outdoors Podcast. Mm -hmm.